climate change isn't just some abstract political or environmental issue. Really, at the end of the day, it's a healthcare issue that's going to impact billions of people globally by the end of the century. Welcome to the ACO Show. This is part one of Allidate's climate podcast series. Today, Brian and Josh are joined by Farzad Mostashari, Allidate's CEO, and Will Pomisano, the leader of Allidate's Climate Change Committee and a product analyst on Allidate's business intelligence team. The conversation is on some of the health impacts of climate change, why taking action against climate change should be core to a healthcare company's values, and what Allidate is doing about it. We're joined now by our boss, the CEO and co-founder of Allidade, Dr. Farzad Mostashari. Uh, thanks for joining us, Farzad. Um, I think one of the things that we talk a lot about at Allidade is this concept of Allidade, that we approach problems in this uh, this different way. Um, what is the Allidade solution to climate change? <laughs> well, I, I think it comes back to, uh, to you know, values are, are how you act when no one's looking. And... Uh, it's helpful, I think, to link this to some of our core values. So uh, one one of our core values is owning it, uh, you know, accountability. And for us, that means that, you know, we're, we're going to do something. We're going to own this problem and we're going to do something about it and we're going to set hard targets for it. So we are owning it. We will be carbon neutral this year. The second is... Uh, around and, and and it ties to our mission to to be good for patients, good for doctors, and good for society. And the good for society is is important to us. Uh, the second is um, around innovation, and we we believe in being curious, and we believe in trying new new things. And one of the one of the ways in which we look at the evidence behind this is to be pretty skeptical around claims of counterfactuals. And, and that is a, you know, the word, the counterfactual, right? Is, it's, it's actually a beautiful concept. It says, what would the world be like if we didn't exist? That's the counterfactual. And we want the world to be a significantly better place for Allidade's existence than without it. That's the counterfactual we're striving for. And so we got to look at it on the carbon side. What, what would happen if we did or didn't embrace this this particular plan and in climate change as in population health <laughs> there are a lot of claims out there of oh you know this is gonna save a ton of hospitalizations ton of lives save a lot of money and they actually don't we have a much higher much more rigorous standard that we set for ourselves on on counterfactual claims on on the work we do and similarly we're gonna we're setting a pretty high bar when it comes to counterfactual claims of carbon offsets. And that's exactly what a carbon offset is. A carbon offset says, uh, pay me whatever, however many dollars per ton of carbon. And, you know, we'll pay someone down the road to plant some saplings. And over the course of the next hundred years, those those trees are going to all live and they're all going to that they would not have existed without this, and they're going to suck X amount of carbon out of the environment. Well, those are pretty questionable assumptions. <laughs> and so we're actually investing in much, much more expensive offsets that don't give us the cheap, uh, you know, uh, comfort that, oh, yeah, you've done your part. And, and instead, we're going to 
uh, invest in and, and support, I think, some of the more expensive but more innovative ideas about how to actually do more to remove carbon from the atmosphere and those carbon removal, carbon sequestration um, yeah, initiatives. So I, I think that this is like, if, if, if Allidade was gonna do climate change policy, that's how we would do it. We would, uh, we would do it in the first place, we would care about the outcomes and we would be evidence-based. My son and I just put a, a big magnolia tree in my backyard this weekend and, and my back still hurts, but now I feel a little bit better about the whole thing. <laughs> as far as one of the things that I like about Allidade and the ACO model in general is that um, Allidade takes investor money and we're gonna try to make them some money by keeping patients healthy. It's just a great alignment between what is good for society uh, and sort of harnessing the capitalist system. So when we're talking about improving patient health, the investors are already on board with that plan. How do you talk to investors about something like this, or for example, about improving racial disparities in health? How do you talk to investors about things like this? I, I think those are actually pretty different. I, I see the commonality, right? You're saying, it's not directly related to making money, right? But I see our commitment to um, reducing racial disparities in health outcomes as a core part of why we exist and, and our mission. It is central to our pledge and, and to our mission, and it is to our work with our practices and to the, and to the, the, the world that um, we're helping create and that we're accountable for. And we've made the explicit commitment and told the board uh, with with complete consensus, right? Like we have our revenue goal, we have our growth goal, and we have the health equity goal, and those are all those are all top level goals for the company. Uh, climate change is, is a little bit different in that, yes, it it is not directly there's not a, a direct like monetary return for it, uh, but it is part of our general commitment to being good citizens of the world. And the the level of investments we're making in it are are commensurate with um, with what we believe our our ability and our and our um, um, role is uh, on that. I mean, the other thing is, <laughs> we want Alfred from a purely I don't know even a utilitarian point of view. We want to be alidated to make Allidate a place where people want to want to work and they want to be and they want to stay. And allowing someone like Will Palmisano, who you'll hear from, who's just brilliant and dedicated and, you know, has um, brought this climate change committee to a level of sophistication and, and commitment to this, making the room for, for people like Will to, to thrive at Allidate, not only in his role, which he does a terrific job as, as in business intelligence, but also on the climate change committee, is part of creating leaders uh, who, who will help lead us and who will, uh, who will make Allidate the best place to work. Farzam Mosashari, CEO of Allidate, glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Hi, I'm Brian Chaglinski, Allidade's Communications Director. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Dr. Josh Israel. And today we're talking with Will Palmisano, the product analyst on our business intelligence team and the head of Allidade's Climate Change Committee. Thanks for joining us today, Will. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Tell me a little bit about um, Allidade's journey 
in regards to climate change. I think so much of our podcast is on specifically healthcare and and value-based care. I'd love to hear kind of how we started learning about what we can do to impact climate change and what the effects of it are. So for years at this point, leading medical organizations like the American Medical Association, the World Medical Association, and the World Health Organization have been calling attention to the fact that climate change isn't just some abstract political or environmental issue. Uh, Really, at the end of the day, it's a healthcare issue that's going to impact billions of people globally by the end of the century. Um, And naturally, as a company whose employees and leadership team disproportionately have a background in public health, this is the kind of issue that Allidaid is really sensitive to. So there was this really organic employee-led movement within the company that was spearheaded by my coworker, Molly Harrian, to see Allidaid act on the issue and do business in a way that didn't contribute to this ongoing public health disaster. So in 2020, we started a climate change committee to explore how to take the company carbon neutral. Um, and on that front, we've recently partnered with a company called Watershed, which is a really exciting company that it's going to allow us to track, manage, and offset our carbon emissions going forward. But over the last year, we've also done a lot of learning on how climate change and pollution disproportionately harm black and brown communities, how the healthcare industry is a significant contributor to U.S. carbon emissions. And all of that learning has really motivated us to become more and more ambitious in our plans for the program. So, Will, what, what are some of these impacts on health? What is there to be concerned about? So when we're trying to think about the health impacts of climate change, uh, it's it's impossible to have this conversation without also talking about the very serious health impacts of air pollution. Uh, We know that air pollution accounts for tens of thousands of premature deaths and hospitalizations and lost work days every year in the U.S. Uh, In fact, a 2018 study from Harvard found that air pollution from burning fossil fuels uh, accounted for up to 18% of global deaths. Uh, That's almost one in five global deaths are caused by the burning of fossil fuels right now. Um, But we also know that there are much longer term impacts from air pollution as well. Uh, We know uh, research shows that that exposure to air pollution leads to higher levels of dementia and mortality for adults in Medicare. We know that air pollution also has massive impacts on the neurological development of children and infant health and infant mortality. Uh, And we know that air pollution, uh, the burden of air pollution, falls disproportionately on black and brown children. Um, We see that in asthma rates, uh, where black children are twice as likely to be diagnosed with asthma uh, and have five times the rate of asthma-related emergency department utilization and are twice as likely to die from asthma as white children. Um, And the impacts of exposure to air pollution accumulate over a lifetime. Uh, And it's been one of the main drivers that we've seen for the massive disparities in COVID mortality in in Black communities that we've seen over the course of the pandemic. Um, And so then once you've considered all this, then you actually have to start reckoning with the health impacts of a a rapidly changing climate, uh, which researchers uh, project to cause at least 1.5 million additional annual premature deaths by 2100. Um, And that increase in mortality is going to come from making all of the problems that we have right now a whole lot worse. Storms are storms and floods are going to be worse and more frequent. It's going to destroy crops and it's going to displace hundreds of millions of people living in low-lying coastal areas. Hundreds of millions of people are going to be pushed into extreme poverty, which is going to potentially undo 
all of the progress we've made to reduce global poverty in recent decades. And existing conflicts over land and water are going to be exacerbated and likely become more violent. And, and so taken together, all of this mass displacement, the poverty and the violence is gonna give rise to an unprecedented level of mental health and stress-related disorders. And animal-borne pandemic diseases are gonna become more common and more deadly. And all of this taken together is gonna drastically uh, exacerbate racial, racial disparities in health in the U.S. and globally. Yeah, yeah. The impact is just devastating and broad. And I think, as you point out, it really hits on health disparities that that and widens them that, that we've been trying to close recently. I wanted to specifically get to a little bit about what Allidate is doing about it and what we can do about it. Because, you know, as, as one company, there's obviously a number of, of tools that we have in our toolbox, but I think trying to figure out how we can make the biggest impact is a really important thing that, that our company and I think a lot of other companies in this healthcare space are trying to figure out. So tell us a little bit about what Allidate is doing uh, to fight climate change. That's a great question, Brian. So in the short term, Allidate is committing to going 100% carbon neutral, which means that for all of the carbon emissions that are created in the course of us doing business, we're going to pay to have those carbon emissions sucked out of the atmosphere or accounted for in some other way. But that's not enough. Uh, for us to really do business in a responsible way, we have to not just offset, but also reduce the amount of carbon emissions that we're creating in the first place. Um, so Audit is also committing to making sure that our emission intensity is 10% lower going forward than it was before COVID started. But I think it's important for us to be honest with ourselves too. Uh, Allidade's carbon emissions are just a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of the U.S. healthcare sector. So we're also incredibly interested in finding ways to scale what we are doing at Allidade across the healthcare industry. So we're already thinking about how can we scale what we are doing to our network of independent primary care physicians that we're working with to help them reduce their carbon emissions and to potentially offset their carbon emissions and become carbon neutral themselves. But we're also interested in finding ways to use our public platform as a leading healthcare technology company to push others in the industry to come to the table, start having these conversations and making similar commitments. That is fascinating. I would definitely not have thought about healthcare as a, as a polluting industry. You mentioned hospitalizations, but why why else would healthcare be one that really drives carbon um, carbon usage? You know, is it that in America, just any industry you take a close look at, you're going to find giant amounts of emission, or is there something besides hospitalizations that that contribute to medical practices or uh, the practice of medicine being a source of of pollutants? So that's a great question. First, just to give you a sense of the scale of the emissions that we're talking about, a recent study from the Commonwealth Fund found that if the U.S. healthcare sector were its own country, it would be the seventh largest emitter of carbon emissions in the world. And by all measures, the U.S. healthcare system is particularly carbon intensive, even when you compare our healthcare system to the healthcare systems in other industrialized nations. Uh, a recent study in health affairs found that the U.S. healthcare system is responsible for 25% of global healthcare-related carbon emissions. So. Uh, it's not just the size of our system, of our healthcare system that's the problem. It's also particularly carbon intensive for a variety of reasons. And when you really start to try and like, you start to really try and dig into the details of why our system is so carbon intensive, you find that yes, a lot of healthcare emissions are related to running the, um, to running, to 
keep, keeping the lights on at hospitals and running the advanced ventilation systems that they have and uh, the, the, the MRI running, running MRI machines and powering the dialysis and the bypass machines. And there's really sort of intuitive, uh, those, those intuitive energy intensive machines uh, that probably come to mind. But most of the carbon emissions related to the healthcare industry are coming from the healthcare industry's supply chain. And by that, I mean the carbon emissions that are produced as a result of the manufacturing of pharmaceuticals and of chemicals, medical devices, medical supplies, plastics, rubbers, textiles, even the food served in hospitals, all of those things in the aggregate. And then when you combine that with the energy required to run healthcare technology companies like Allidade or administer insurance plans, all of those things taken together are actually responsible for far more carbon emissions than sort of the more intuitive sources that people think of when they think of the healthcare industry and where the energy the energy usage and the carbon emissions could be coming from. Great. Yeah, I think the the scale of it is astounding. That Commonwealth Fund stat is still ringing in my head that healthcare is the seventh largest producer of CO2 compared to countries. Uh, it's just astounding the scale and therefore the impact that you can make with this. I want to bring this to a much smaller individual scale, specifically you, Will, um, as kind of a, a top data guru on our business intelligence team. What personally drew you to this issue and, and what drew you, because I, you've been really leading the charge here with Analidade to make us really focused on climate change and uh, how we can make a difference. What what drew you to fighting this and and uh, and this cause uh, yourself? So Brian, I think the factors that drew me to the issue of climate change is really the same thing that drew me to the work that I'm doing at Allidade, which is all about finding ways to use data to improve patient outcomes and reduce racial disparities in health. Uh, and I've really come to understand the work that I'm doing on the climate change committee as being a, just a logical extension of that. Since really what I spend most of my time doing is drawing on the scientific literature and on the data that Watershed gives us access to about Allidade's carbon emissions to try and find ways to reduce Allidade's core operational uh, carbon emissions and eventually the carbon emissions in, in Allidade's uh, network of independent primary care physicians, which I know has a direct effect on patient health outcomes now and in the future and on racial disparities in health. But I just want to be super clear with you and with your listeners. I'm not an expert in this. I don't have a degree in climate science or in meteorology or in environmental studies. I'm just one guy trying to use the skills that I have to make a difference on an issue that I care about. And I want all of your listeners to know that you can do the same thing too. If this is an issue that you're passionate about, you don't have to be an expert to make a difference. Uh, everyone has something to offer, and we're going to need everyone to get involved if we're going to reduce carbon emissions by 50% in the U.S. by 2030. And honestly, there's never been a better time to get involved in climate activism than right now. Taking action on climate change has broad popular support. There's bipartisan political support. Corporations are overwhelmingly supporting at taking action on climate change. And there are so many good resources available online for you to learn more about this subject. If you're looking for a place to start, you can start where I did, which is by Googling Watershed Climate Reading List. I think Watershed, the company that Allidade is working with, 
has done an awesome job of compiling a really comprehensive set of books and articles that are going to give you an awesome jumping off place if you're looking to learn more about this topic. So, Will, it's really impressive the work you're doing, and I know you're not going to be satisfied if Alvade by itself nails this. What would you suggest for anybody listening who'd like to get on board? So, Josh, I'm really glad that you asked that question. Uh, if you're at a healthcare company or a technology company or just any company that's looking to get ambitious on climate change and you want to learn from what we're doing or you want to partner with us, uh, feel free to send an email to climate-change-committee at alliday.com or DM me at uh, on Twitter at Will underscore Palmasano. Uh, that's P-A-L-M-I-S-A-N-O. Will Palmasano? product analyst on the business intelligence team and all around yeoman and a passionate advocate for our planet. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. This episode of the ACO show was produced by Brittany Barnes and Hannah Posner. Our theme music is by Donna Korn. You can find previous episodes on our website, alliday.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. A C O show.